Today is Thursday, March the 17th, 2022, and it's a great day to have a day here on the Spurs Up show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. And on today's show, I break down this weekend series. The Yardcocks begin SEC play against the seventh-ranked Tennessee Volunteers on Rocky Top. Guys, I'll break down the series in its entirety. First things first, we'll talk UT, their pitching, their hitting. Also, of course, we'll dive into South Carolina, their projected rotation, what to watch for, key player for the weekend, and I'll lock in my prediction as well. Also, guys, we have a fantastic conversation with a good friend of the show, Brett Cianci of Pick 6 Previews and a Big Cock Club exclusive joined me to talk the 2021 football season, specific numbers that show improvement from last year to this year. Also, we discussed Spencer Rattler, Shane Beamer, the 2022 season season and beyond and a bit of a spring football primer guys we have got a packed show for you here on this Thursday and of course as always guys it's brought to you by the Spurs Up Show Store guys tsus.store the best Gamecocks merchandise on the internet be sure to stay tuned to all of our latest drops including t-shirts long sleeves pullovers hoodies tank tops koozies stickers flags you name it we got it we've got everything to satisfy your Gamecocks merchandise needs again guys that's tsus.store that's tsus.store we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Best Gamecocks merchandise on the internet. Let's get it. thus far through the first 16 games or so of this 2022 baseball season. But now, ladies and gentlemen, things get real. And the men separate themselves from the boys the next 10 weekends. As we begin SEC play, the best conference in all of college baseball, the action gets going this weekend. Which side will South Carolina land on that? 
Only time will tell. Going to be a ton of fun, guys. Appreciate you all tuning in. Happy Thursday. Hope you're all doing well. I'm Chris Phillips, your host of the Spurs Up Show, as always. And again, guys, I'm fired up. I'm excited because you all know, right? I'm a baseball guy. I I love talking about it. I love breaking it down. And now, simply put, the fact that we are in conference play, everything has sort of led up to this. South Carolina's fate is going to be determined how they fare over the next 10 weekends. And I, folks, for one, am looking forward to it. Again, guys, thank you all so much for your continued love and support. I hope you're having a fantastic week, by the way. Hope you are staying dry if you're dealing with rain. I know we've been dealing with it in Columbia for a couple of days now, but either way, guys, again, appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much for the love and support. And uh, very excited, by the way, to get on the road, because if you did not know, we are hitting the road to Rocky Top, my first ever time, by the way to Knoxville, Tennessee for any sport. I've never been up there for a football game, never seen Neyland, obviously never seen Lindsey Nelson Stadium. So again, going to be a ton of fun, going to be a blast. If there's any Gamecocks in that area, if there's any Gamecocks in Knoxville, going to be at the Tennessee series for whatever reason, please contact me. Let me know. Would love to link up with some great Gamecocks, by the way. Cannot wait to hit the road tomorrow and be in the building for the beginning of the series between South Carolina and Tennessee. And with that being said, guys, Let's go ahead and dive into it. We're breaking this thing down as South Carolina goes on the road to take on the seventh-ranked Tennessee Volunteers in a three-game set Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Friday, of course, at 6.30 on SEC Network Plus. Saturday at noon on the SEC Network, the big channel. And then Sunday at 1 o'clock on SEC Network Plus. Of course, guys, those times are all Eastern time. Uh, Tennessee right there in the SEC East with South Carolina, their head coach, is Tony Vitello, one of the most well-respected coaches in all of college baseball. And, folks, if you have missed it, Tennessee has been scorching, scorching hot to start this 2022 campaign, 16-1 and early in this season. And the numbers certainly reflect it because they are a complete team, guys. They do everything, it seems like. On the pitching side of things, we'll start there. They've got a 2.03 team ERA, and you can just go down the list of guys who have been really good for them. And, of course, I'm about to go through their starting rotation, but a name to keep an eye on that's not a starter that has been making waves. If you follow college baseball on social media, you follow us, of course, on social media. Ben Joyce is a name that we've highlighted that you need to keep an eye on. This guy has hit 103 miles per hour on the gun. So, again, if you get late in the game and this dude comes in and he's throwing strikes – The odds of you doing anything against him are not very high. I mean, big leaguers struggle to hit 103. So what do you think he's going to do against college hitters? So again, Ben Joyce, certainly a name in their staff to watch for, but they've got a fantastic starting rotation as well. And it starts on Friday with freshman right-handed pitcher, a freshman right-handed pitcher, Chase Burns. He's 3-0 with a 0.45 ERA. You then move to Saturday, Ryan, a pitcher, Chase Dollander, 2-0 with a 3.79 ERA. And then on Sunday, Ryan, a pitcher, Drew Beam, 3-0 with a 1.59 ERA. So, again, guys, they've been fantastic thus far this season. But what's even more impressive are the hitting numbers. The statistics, guys, Tennessee basically leads the country in basically every single offensive category. They're hitting 353 as a team right now that's absolutely insane they're also number one nationally in home runs doubles like i mentioned batting average it's absolutely crazy what tennessee has done at this point guys you look at the offensive numbers um tennessee right now in 17 games has scored 204 runs they have recorded 208 hits 
56 doubles and 46 home runs. I mean, they have been absolutely electric swinging the stick. So again, guys, obviously going to be a huge challenge for the Gamecocks pitchers this weekend. You look at their players to watch for. You got to start with Trey Lipscomb. And guys, you could pick like anybody. They've got, let's see, Tennessee has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys hitting over 300 that have played the majority of their games. And you got some others as well that have limited at bats, Drew Gilbert, Christian Moore, Ethan Payne. If you include those guys, they've got like 14 guys hitting over 300. I mean, it's absolutely insane. Everyone is hitting for Tennessee this season. But again, you start with Trey Lipscomb, 413, eight homers, 34 RBIs. He leads their team in average of players that have actually played uh, every game this season. You then look at Jarrell Ortega hitting 375, two homers, 11 RBIs, and then Luke Lipsius. Guys, if you don't remember this name, I remember being at the series last year at Founders Park, and this dude just gave us nightmares all weekend long, hitting 318 this year, three home runs, 11 RBIs. I mean, this is a dude I think I still have nightmares about and dream about in a negative way. So, again, guys, like I said, Tennessee has swung the stick better than anyone in the entire country. And again, it'll be the challenge for the Gamecocks pitching staff this weekend to combat that. Now, guys, before we dive into USC, of course, I do want to tell you about our latest partner, our newest sponsor. And again, I'm very excited because they are the best real estate team led by the best real estate agent in the local Columbia area. Of course, guys, I'm talking Marissa Kennedy, realtor and founding member of the Patrick O'Connor team with Coldwell Banker. Guys, the numbers speak for themselves. This team has helped with over 250 families last year. They work with buyers and sellers in Columbia and the surrounding areas. They also do premium advertising to sell your home faster with high quality pictures and video. And guys, last year, they sold homes for on average 5.4% more than the competition. Now, we're in a seller's market right now, guys, but Marissa is able to get you buyers under contract and in new homes by being available to show homes as soon as they hit the market, collaborating with listing agents to write offers that meet the needs and wants of the sellers, and keeping up clear communication throughout the entire process to ensure they make it to the closing table without a hitch. Guys, simply put, if you need a real estate agent or you need a real estate team and or both, contact Marissa with the Patrick O'Connor team with Colwell Banker. You can give her a call 803-406-1800. Again, that's 803-406-1800. And also go like her Facebook page, Marissa Kennedy Realtor. That's at Marissa Kennedy Realtor on Facebook. And also guys, stay tuned. We're going to be doing some giveaways with Marissa and some really cool things, collaborating on some stuff. So we're getting really excited about that. But again, the Spurs Up Show, proudly brought to you by Marissa Kennedy, realtor and founding member of the Patrick O'Connor team with Colwell Banker, and we truly do appreciate her and their support of the Spurs Up Show. All right, guys, let's dive into South Carolina. First things first, the projected rotation for the Yardcocks, and things are going to look a little bit different. Mark Kingston going on record earlier this week, talking about the rotation, and I really thought, guys, that you know, Will Sanders, they were going to try to slide him back into that Friday night role. You know, I do understand the strategy because you don't want to pitch him on short rest necessarily. And again, I think you, you can take your time sliding him back in that role. If you So what it's what it's looking like and what I'm projecting, I think the Gamecocks will go with right-handed pitcher Noah Hall tomorrow night. I think you're going to see Will Sanders on Saturday. And then left-handed pitcher Matthew Becker after his outstanding performance last week. I do think you see him on Sunday get the nod against Tennessee. So, again, I think it's Hall, Sanders, Becker. Again, that's what I'm projecting going into the weekend. I'd be really surprised if that's not the case and what the Gamecocks roll out there for the weekend. Now, let's move into 
what to watch for for this weekend. And, of course, guys, just the road trip that is that begins SEC play for South Carolina. As we talked about, guys, the gauntlet, the schedule, there are no weekends off. There are no weekends off in the SEC, the best conference in all of college baseball. But, I mean, again, you think to yourself, you've got to travel to Knoxville to take on a Tennessee team that, guys, Mark Kingston proclaimed. He believes it is the best team in all of college baseball. In case you missed this quote, let me pull it up really quickly. Mark Kingston, after Tuesday night's win over Gardner-Webb, was talking about Tennessee and the challenge it is. He says, quote, they're just a complete team. They've got power arms on the mound. They smother you. They're athletic on defense. They hit about 350 as a team. They have a bunch of power and speed. It's just a complete ball club. And again, he's quoted as saying, hey, they're the best team in college baseball. And honestly, guys, the way they're playing and those numbers, it's really hard to deny it. So I tell you what, in a series that was so competitive last year, South Carolina was a clutch hit or two away from taking two of three from Tennessee. Um, what a way to kick off SEC play. I mean, again, man, hey, you, you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. And Tennessee, Tony Vitello, he's done a fantastic job with their program. And I think early on, certainly, I will say this, what I feel like helps you going into this weekend. Because you look at, I will say, you, you look at Tennessee's schedule, and the numbers for them are gaudy, right? But they've played Georgia Southern in a three-game set. They've played UNC Asheville. They've played Iona in a three-game set. East Tennessee, they then did play in the Shriners Hospitals for Children College Classic. They played Texas, Baylor, and Oklahoma. They actually lost to Texas in that first game, 7-2. to two. Then beat Baylor 10-5 to five and beat Oklahoma 8 to nothing. Uh, they, been, they then beat James Madison in the midweek 9-8 to eight in 10 innings, then beat them again 10-2. to two. And then this past weekend swept Rhode Island and then in the midweek beat Eastern Kentucky 7-1. So my question is this regarding Tennessee, because the numbers are gaudy, right? Now, I think you're going to see our series preview graphic that we put out weekly on Friday uh, tomorrow. You're going to see it, and you're going to see the numbers, and they're all going to be skewed to Tennessee. People are going to say, oh, my God, we have no chance. I mean, how in the world can we take two of three? I just wonder, because we've seen South Carolina, right, start out really hot in, in non-conference and hit a bunch of home runs, and the numbers are inflated, and the averages are this and that. Is South Carolina the team that is able to bring Tennessee back down to earth, if you will. Again, I, I think Tennessee's a very quality ball club. I think they're a very, very good baseball team, not taking anything away, but are they really a 353 average team? Are, are they really a 2.03 ERA team? Again, I don't know that they've really been tested the way that South Carolina has. Again, you've played Clemson, you've played Texas, and yes, I know Texas is struggling, but guys, Texas is still a really, really good baseball team. Well, let, let's not kid ourselves and say that, oh, you know, Texas is just so vastly overrated and they shouldn't be ranked. No, T Texas is legit. Texas is very good. I understand they lost to, to College of Charleston and they're playing the Citadel right now, so who knows what's going to happen. But, um, you know, the Gamecocks have been battle-tested early. That's the point I'm trying to make uh, because the other point I had in my notes, you know, is Tennessee the best team in college baseball? And certainly for them, they're going to have the opportunity to prove that. Is Tennessee the best team or – have they just not been tested by anyone? Because, again, they did lose to Texas, a team South going to beat two out of three. So I think you're going to learn a lot about both clubs this week, and I think there's a great chance for South going to, you know, prove that they're much better than what they showed early in the season. And this is a chance for Tennessee to prove that, hey, they're legit, they're for real, they're battling for the SEC East crown. And, you know, if they could take two of three or even sweep South Carolina, you know, it would show, obviously, that Tennessee is is, is for real this year. So um, it, it's it's so much fun, again, 
what you did in non-conference, that's all great and everything. But this is where it really, it really matters, man. These next 10 weekends, again, it's going to come down to this for South Carolina. You go 15 and 15 or better in conference play, you're in the postseason. Bottom line. I don't care what you've done to this point, you're in the postseason. Um, another big thing I'm watching for, guys, is just how does South Carolina handle and attack the Tennessee offense? Because, again, hitting 353, they're extremely dangerous, even if the numbers are a little inflated. Tennessee is a very, very good offensive club. I mean, again, guys, I don't care who you're playing. You're hitting 353 and number one nationally in home runs, doubles, basically every single offensive category. You are a damn good ball club. There's no questions asked. So, again, how is South Carolina able to combat that? I mean, you got your three starters in Hall, Sanders, and Becker. You really do feel like, obviously, that Sanders is going to give you a chance to win every single time he takes the bump. But it's just another challenge. And again, thank goodness these guys have been battle-tested to a degree, and this isn't like their first start. Um, but a guy like Noah Hall, can he elevate his game on the road in Knoxville? Can a guy like Matthew Becker follow up what he did last weekend and be just as good, if not even better, against Tennessee? Are the Gamecocks able to hold Tennessee at bay enough to give their offense a chance? And guys, that's something else I'm looking for. Moving to my next point is – the sticks, you know, right now, I think offensively, yes, it was Gardner Webb, but you score 12 runs, you score in every inning. You got a couple guys right now in your lineup, Brant Belt being one, Kevin Madden, Andrew Eister, Bradley Wimmer guys, uh, you know, uh, 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 Michael Braswell that are really, really hot right now. Can you stay hot? Because I, I don't think this is going to be a weekend where you're going to see scores of three to two and five to three, and you're going to have to score runs. I'm flat out, you're going to have to score runs to win these games because even if you quote unquote hold Tennessee at bay, offensively, I mean, for them guys, they're averaging over 10 runs per game. So like a six or seven spot is actually kind of like a pedestrian night for them at this point. So your sticks have got to stay hot. You got to continue to swing it really well. And, uh, you know, you're feeling good about yourself right now. You know, you've won three in a row. You won two of three over Texas. Can you carry that confidence into this weekend? And again, stay hot at the plate because you're going to have to swing it and hope you get enough from your pitching to have a chance. Um, another big thing I'm looking forward to, guys, is this. And again, this is something you can talk about weekend after weekend. And guys, there's a reason why, by the way, I don't list keys to the weekend for baseball because I feel like they're all very similar. They're, they're, they're going to be basically the same every weekend. You know, if you if you – if you pitch well, don't walk guys, you know, you're efficient on the bump, you have timely and situational hitting and you play great defense, you're going to have a chance to win every weekend. But I do want to highlight the situational and the timely hitting because I think that's something since Sunday against Texas has been much, much better. You know, I haven't seen South Carolina in situations where they have the bases loaded or guys in scoring position or what have you. The at-bats are much more quality. The at-bats are much better. They're productive outs. Even when we're making outs, they're productive outs. That's going to have to continue because you know what? You may not think a lot of it when, say, you know, there's a guy on first and third and there, there's one out and our guy comes up and hits a weak ground or a short and he beats out at first and you score a run. You may not think a lot of it, but guys, runs add up that way. And you're going to need every single run you can get this weekend um, against Tennessee. Because I would say, guys, hey, with the way their offense is, as explosive as it, as it is, and with your questions that you have in the bullpen, no lead is going to be safe. You need to score as much as you possibly can. I think your hitters have got to take it upon themselves this weekend and say, you know what? We got to be at our best. We got to swing the shit out of it. We got to help our pitchers as much as we can. Again, that situational hitting, that timely hitting. And, of course, guys, when you get into SEC play, you know, the pressure is ratcheted up. The pressure's the, the pressure goes up a couple of notches. And so certainly it's going to come down to a couple of moments this weekend. Going to come down to five or six moments of who capitalized here, who capitalized there, who cashed in here, who made the big pitch there. 
the situational and the timely hitting is Sal kind of able to do enough of it to steal a series in Knoxville. And finally, guys, what I'm looking forward to as well is going back to the pitching staff. Just the overall health of your staff. You know, we, we've it's crazy, guys. What's going down right now in college baseball? And it's not, again, it's not just South Carolina. I mean, you're seeing pitchers just drop like flies left and right with Tommy John and other injuries. And now we're starting to hear rumblings that maybe Wesley Sweat might not be available. John Gilreath with a knee issue apparently may not be available. I mean, at this point, man, we're going to have to start pulling like the, the athletic trainer to go throw an inning or two. Um, you know, who's available? Who isn't? And the guys that are available, what do you get out of them? Because, again, guys, we talked about in the midweek, guys like Aiden Hunter, Kate Austin, Michael Esposito, those guys that threw, they're going to have to throw big innings, man. Uh, you, you just don't have a choice. You just don't have a choice. They're going to have to throw very, very, very big innings for you. Are they ready for that? Are they capable of that? Going to be really interesting to see. Guys, let's move into my key player for the weekend. Who needs to have a big weekend this weekend for South Carolina to have a chance to take two of three or even sweep the Tennessee Volunteers? And for me, it's a guy that's scorching hot right now. And I talked about him a lot yesterday, actually, guys, on the Daily Crow. And, you know, someone that I feel is really coming into his own. And, again, we start SEC play. Who knows what happens? But is really coming into his own of late. And someone that I love what he's doing right now in the leadoff spot. My key player for the weekend is Brant Belk. I, I think he needs to continue to stay hot for you, be that tone setter, be that leader at the top of the lineup. Again, it's just, it's just wild. When he's swinging the stick well, at least lately, what it feels like is – all of a sudden, hey, hitting is contagious, guys. Hitting is contagious. And when your leadoff man can get on more often than not, it just sparks the rest of your lineup. Everybody has more confidence. Everybody starts swinging it better. So, again, I want to see that more to Brant Belk. I want to see him be that leader. Again, this is a, a seasoned veteran in the SEC. This is not his first rodeo. This is not his first go-around. I want to see Brant Belk continue to be that leader, not even necessarily vocally, but with his actions, the way he's swinging a stick, the way he's playing the game. He's a dirtbag, I feel like, in my mind. So, again, Brant Belk, for me, I think is going to be a big, big leader offensively in a weekend, like I said, guys, where you're going to have to score a lot of runs to have a chance. So, again, Brant Belt, for me, guys, he is the key player. He is sort of the glue guy for this weekend, if you will. And that leads me into my prediction. As South Carolina takes on the Tennessee Volunteers, the seventh-ranked Volunteers, a team that Mark Kingston has said is the best team in all of college baseball, in his opinion, how will South Carolina fare at Lindsey Nelson Stadium with the legends of Lindsey Nelson breathing down the neck, their neck, of course, yours truly, the Rowdy Roosters will be in the building all weekend long. Going to be one hell of a time. Now, this is where it really gets fun, man. SEC play. And this is the best baseball of, of all baseball. This is the best baseball in the country, guys. Weekend after weekend after weekend. And as I sort of said going into Clemson, I'll say the same thing for this. What you've done to this point, it's a solid indicator of who you are, for sure, right? You can't just throw those numbers away. But in a way, it's, it's, it does not tell the whole story. Because you just look at South Carolina last year. We're talking about a team that hit home run after home run after home run after home run and got an SEC play and couldn't hit anything. Just, just could not hit anything. Um, you know, so I kind of look at Tennessee, and I, again, I look at them as, are they for real or are they imposters? Right. And I will say, again, those numbers are gaudy and you got to be a good ball club to have those type of numbers. I don't care who you're playing, man. You're hitting 353. You got some damn good hitters in your lineup. Um, I love the confidence. I love the swagger. You know, after facing adversity and being challenged, I think this group has responded the correct way. Um, you know, obviously that Sunday against Texas was a magical day and a day that you absolutely had 
to have at Founders Park to, you know, I don't want to say salvage the season this early in the year, but give yourself confidence that things are sort of trending on the up and up. Now, guys, I, I do want to take this moment, I take a moment to tell you all this. Listen, there are 10 weekends in SEC play. It is going to be a grind, right? It is a marathon, not a sprint. This is not football, where if you lose one game or you lose one series even, your season is over. South Carolina last year went 16-14 and 14 in SEC play and had a fantastic year. 500 or better in this league, guys, you're a pretty damn good ball club. You are, okay? So I just want people to keep in perspective that no matter what happens this weekend, no matter what happens next weekend, I mean, you obviously want to win as much as possible. What I'm saying, the season's not over no matter what. Even if you, hey, even if you take two or three, you sweep, doesn't mean you're going to win the national championship. It is a marathon. So I want to put that out there. But this is a great opportunity, man. This is a great opportunity for South Carolina. Because I tell you what, after you take down Texas two of three, I mean, you go toe-to-toe. And I know it was at home, but you go toe-to-toe with the number one team in all of college baseball, at least that's what they were ranked when you played them. You go toe-to-toe with those guys, and you shove it up their ass. And, I mean, you just control it that entire day on Sunday. You just control things. Um, That should give this team a ton, and I mean a ton of confidence, going into this weekend. And I think this team will come out and play with a lot of confidence. I think, again, I I told you all, I wasn't necessarily all that worried early in the season in regards to the lineup. You know, I really felt like with the veteran pieces you added and just some guys you've got, I really feel like your offense is going to be fine. The question for me this weekend just comes back to the pitching side of things. Do you have enough? You know, can Will Sanders spin you yet another gym? Can Matthew Becker spin you yet another gym? Can Noah Hall be even better than he was last weekend? And do you have enough horses in the bullpen to get a job done? I think this team will fight. I think this team will play with energy, with emotion. Guys, if you can't get fired up playing on SEC series, you need to be going to do something else because you just don't have a pulse if you're not fired up for this weekend. With that being said, though, Is Tennessee the best team in college baseball? I don't know about all that, but I think right now at their place, I just think Tennessee is going to have a little too much offensively, man. I mean, they are an absolute juggernaut. I think the volunteers, again, man, I don't care who you're playing. You're hitting 353, and you're leading the country in basically every single offensive category. yeah, you're, you're, you're for real. You're, you're for real when it comes to uh, swinging it. And I, I think you'll swing it well, but can you keep up? Can you keep up? Because I just don't know that you've got the horses in the bullpen. I don't know that you have the arms to necessarily keep up with Tennessee. And I think, unfortunately, if you get in that scenario where you're having to try to outscore them, I don't think that's really a scenario on their home field that you want to be in. So, again, guys, for that reason – I think the Gamecocks battle. I think they take a game, but I do have Tennessee getting the series victory. Lock me in. Give me volunteers taking two of three in this one on their home field. Again, guys, I think it's going to be a fantastic weekend. I think it's going to be a ton of fun. The biggest question I have, can this pitching staff hold up? Can this pitching staff give you enough to have a chance? And again, who knows? We're going to learn a lot about both ball clubs. We're going to learn a lot, in my opinion, about Tennessee because again South Carolina has been battle tested they've been battle tested 
Tennessee has, I mean, yeah, they played in that, that, that tournament or whatever, that classic, but outside of that, I mean, they just played a bunch of nobody. So is Tennessee really as good as the numbers say? We're going to find out, but either way, I think they are going to be good enough this weekend to take two of three from South Carolina. So again, guys, lock me in. Volunteers do take two of three from the Yardcocks on Rocky Top. So again, guys, hey, that's going to do all for me. Appreciate you all tuning in. I would love to hear your thoughts on the series this weekend, what you're looking out for, your predictions, your key player, all that good stuff. And guys, before we get out of here, just a quick reminder, like I mentioned in the intro, fantastic conversation, a great interview with a friend of the show, Brett Ciantia of Pick 6 Previews, as he joined me for a bit of a spring football primer. It's a Big Cock Club exclusive interview, by the way, guys. Um, so be sure to go join the Big Cock Club today, patreon.com slash Club. That's patreon.com slash Club. You can also click the link in our social media channels. Click that link. You'll see the Big Cock Club link. You can join there today, and you'll get full access to that conversation. Of course, guys, we will have uh, clips and all that good stuff on social media. Also, guys, enjoy the Big Cock Club. You get exclusive access to all of our content early, some exclusive content that I actually don't even release to the public. Also, private access to our Discord, where there's a lot of banter and a lot of conversation I don't air on social media, as well as exclusive Big Cock Club merch. And, guys, if for no other reason, if you like the merchandise, a 20% off promo code exclusively for Big Cock Club members. So, again, join today, patreon.com slash Big Cock Club. That's patreon.com slash Big Cock Club. Or click the link in bio in our social media handles, social media channels, I should say, to get access to that. And, again, it's our friend Brett Ciancia of Pick 6 Previews talking everything from the 2021 season, his numbers, his stats, um, Spencer Rattler, Shane Beamer, the 2022 season recruiting, all that good stuff. Again, a great conversation. So, guys, again, go check out that interview, that conversation over at the Big Cock Club. Uh, until tomorrow, appreciate you all. Gene, guys, have a great rest of your Thursday, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. 